Okay, this is Jerry Mintz, and uh, I'm at the Aero X, the regional Aero Conference at Workspace Education in Bethel, Connecticut. And today we have with us two people who know all about this place and can tell us about this incredible uh, place. And that is the founder, Catherine Fraze, and the dream director, uh, Janae Fitzpatrick. And so, hard to know where to start because everybody who's come to the AeroX has just been blown away by this place. And I have really never seen anything like it. Uh, you can't really call it by the names we've been using. You can say Homeschool Resource Center, but it's a lot more than that. You, you can say Micro School, but it's a lot more than that. Uh, alternative School, well, it, that's sort of part of it too. Uh, so, uh, and do, you want, do you want to be called Cat or Catherine? Uh, I'd say Kath. Can we go somewhere in the middle? <laughs> okay. So, Kath, how would you generally define what this place is? Well, I, I'm really interested in creating places where humans thrive. And, and being a human and organic, I think that, that humans thrive better in a more organically organized structure than in, than in something traditional like an industrial school model or, you know, a corporate environment something like that so you know the I think the direction that organizations or evolved organizations are going in uh, in a more organic style so when I think of org an organic system I'm thinking I want something that's dynamic that's agile that's flexible that you know where we can be very um, we can pivot easily if things aren't working where we can be very extremely adaptable to the needs of the community and a place where we can use the same model but it would be very different depending on where it's located. So you don't really have a name for what this is? I do. I actually, I actually call it a learning biome. Uh-huh. I do. I call it a learning biome. Learning biome. Oh, that's yes. very interesting. And I got that term actually from KnowledgeWorks. I'm not sure. Uh, it's, a, it's a think tank education group where they've projected into the future of learning and one of the types of places where they think learning is going to take place in the next 10 years is a learning biome. So I'm like, yes, that describes almost exactly what I'm doing here. Okay, and uh, Janae, how would you define your job as dream director? What does that mean you do? Well, that means that I get to help children manifest their big ideas. And so that may look like a big deep dive project and trying to help them connect with people in the community, different resources, um, to something like they just want to start a club here at Workspace. Everything comes through the child. It, it comes organically. It comes from interest and passion here, um, from any experiential learning to, like I said, clubs, to um, even classes that the child may have serious interest in. Um, and so whatever our child is really um, wanting, we do our best to support that journey in, mm. in making it happen. So you would say you're learner-centered? Absolutely. <laughs> Everyone in this building is very learner-centered. Right. So now, how many staff members do you have here, uh, Kath? We have five full-time staff members, and then we have a bunch of um, consultants that help know people like HR consultants that we don't need here all the time but <laughs> yeah, others right. that right. are very helpful in right. doing you know the back end okay so mm -hmm. take me back to 
maybe not briefly, where did this idea come from? Well, this idea has been percolating long and for a very long time. I wanted to go into ed reform, you know, out of school. I, I became a public school teacher in Australia. You can probably tell I'm not from here. <laughs> um, but then, you know, I did a big world trip and ended up in New York and I had my own children. And my children were very different. They were so diverse. Uh, they didn't really fit into... <laughs> <laughs> I just didn't really feel that my children would enjoy a conventional education. So I explored Montessori and all the, the big names out there and ended up falling in love with Montessori and, and deep dive into Montessori and became a directress and, you know, three different levels in Montessori. Mm. Uh, and then I had the decision to make whether I wanted to teach or whether I wanted to pull my kids out of the Montessori schools and then, you know, homeschool them because just having two, I could I could do a lot of things with them at home and I wanted to be with them and that led to a huge deep dive in all the different models out there so you know Krishnamurti I looked at you know Waldorf so many different things like Charlotte Mason things that most people haven't heard of Thomas Jefferson there are so many methods out, out there and uh, I created this after a culmination of all that study in education and I really wanted to create a place where families thrive, where we can make strong families, where all the energy of the family came to the centre in one place and they weren't revolving around the school's calendar anymore, but they could create education that revolved around their individual family culture. Well, I'm going to try to describe this place for our, <laughs> our listeners. I'm going to try. Uh, you, you look at the front, you pull up to it and you see something that looks like, like the front of a barn. Uh, and you walk in and you see something that's like out of 2050 or something like that. It's, <laughs> uh, it's, there are all kinds of, of spaces and rooms designed for different purposes. Uh, they, you can, hopefully you'll tell us what some of them are. Uh, and it's, it's, um, uh, it's uh, it, you know it, actually Peter who organized this the, the Arrowx help was a person who organized it from our end tried to communicate to it uh, to us and and really wasn't as far as I'm concerned wasn't successful because I wasn't prepared uh, for for what I what I've seen here tell us about some of the spaces that you have here well when I was designing it I was thinking like oh you know I was thinking about all the things that kids love to do and how they really express themselves and I want children to find their tribe in you know and it could be their tribe with a 77 year old and it could be with a five-year-old all mixed ages in the same space but you know the scientists would want to hang out in some area so I needed to create something for the scientists and then well I want them to feel like they're going to be going to Merck or something with their big you know discovery that they're researching and then, you know, the writers needed a place to do their publishing and they were going to want to write their books and publish their journals. And then we're going to need the, the cooks. They're going to need a kitchen, right? Everybody eats, right? And then before long, we had spaces everywhere from the robotics, you know, the wood shop, the, the global awareness for all our people inter interested and in... And where we are affairs. here, the radio studio. Right, right, yeah. So right now we're in the um, vocal booth. Yes, and we're looking, <laughs> looking at Wiley over there in the audio <laughs> recording suites, yeah. Mm -hmm. So we have a lot of things. And then in the place where Cannondale would make their... I, I'm not sure if we mentioned that I took over the Cannondale Research and Development Building, so they manufactured bicycles in here. And we, have the, we had this giant big industrial space where 
uh, they'd been making all the parts for the bicycles and I thought, okay, well, this is a big space. <laughs> Why don't I just paint it black and we'll call it <laughs> a black box theatre, right? I mean, it's basic. Um, and then I was lucky enough to go to Google and, and YouTube.com and, and I saw what they did and I, I tried to replicate it in a, you know, in a less expensive... <laughs> try to, what did you try to replicate yeah, no, Replicate the feel of, of working in a creative environment, you know, 21st century environment. So the children feel like that they're working at Google, right, and creating their own lives at, you know, in a creative space rather than, you know, getting an education. So Janae, what, what did she miss? Oh, what areas? Yeah. Um, oh, goodness. Well, we have, for the artists, we have a creative um, art studio. We have um, a creative movement studio for our dancers and, and people that want to do some yoga and mindfulness. Um, we have our whole entrepreneurial wing, which uh, one of our initiatives here is the Spark to Lunch initiative. And this is the idea that um, we want all children to um, use this design thinking model that's actually up on our wall. I'm not sure if you got to see it, but um, that it, it's just this kind of creative process that allows you to have a framework that when you're approaching um, any type of creative problem solving um, and, and just to kind of have that be your flow and whether or not it's starting your own business, creating a product, um, but, but and back to the actual area, the entrepreneurial wing, um, we have a, a little area over there for an idea lab. You and have 3D printers. We, oh, yes, Jerry, that's actually in the makery. So mm -hmm. that's our kind of um, super exciting, huge makerspace area that we have. We have a laser cutter, um, 3D printers, um, a genius bar, for students that want to be, um, or learners rather, that want to be fixing computers and, and making computers. Um, mm. uh, and so what are the ages of the students that come here? Well, we currently have six to 18, I believe. Six to 18. Well, actually, actually, our youngest workspace unit is one. <laughs> <laughs> but we, we, we usually don't, uh, we don't okay. count him. Um, <laughs> and, 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 and I assume that with all that stuff, so you must charge people like $30,000 a year, like a private school, is that right? Well, you know, I really believe that, you know, this is a kind of education model that everyone should have access to. So I thought if I make it big enough, if I had 125 families, I'd be able to really bring the price down. And I didn't want, um, you know, larger families who already have a lot more expenses having more children to have a huge burden by doing a, a per So what is it, what is it, what so is it cost? It, it's $5,000 a, you know, a year for a family to membership. To come in as, as much as you want. Basically. To come in, yeah, as much as you want. Mm -hmm. And um, if, we have a, if you have additional children, there's an extra $1,000. 1000 more for more, each right, kid. Yeah. So if you have a family of four, it would be essentially $8,000 or $2,000. And right now, how many families are involved? Right now, we have about 40 families, and that represents about 70 children. We've over-doubled since we started a year ago. Mm -hmm. and, and ultimately, you led to get to about how many? About 125. 125 families? Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see. And um, We didn't mention the co-working space, which is, is a really big component as well. What is that? So we have a... <laughs> So I think one of the trends, you know, in in space today is that, you know, 
people are wanting a community and there are co-working spaces mm. um, cropping up all over the place. Mm -hmm. So I thought that having a co-working space here, because, you know, we, yeah, I encourage... Well, it's really for, for parents and students, oh. but for, for parents who want to co-create the education that they want, mm. or if we have a, you know, a, a tutor that comes in so a lot... So you don't keep parents there, outside of the place? No, absolutely not, because I'm really welcoming all families to co-create the education that they want, so they're not mm. outside complaining about what their kids don't have, but they can come in and do something about it. We have a support team, we have free you know, parent workshops and training mm -hmm. for them in, in, in query and self-directed learning. So we give a lot of resources to the parents and we empower them to really listen to their children and to put in place all the things that they want to see in their child's future. So people apparently come from pretty far away to come here, is that right? That's right, and this is actually an increasing trend. I thought this might be a one-off. We had a couple of families that, that came one, you know, an hour and 15 minutes away, but now we're, we're getting more and more, you know, from an hour plus away that really see this is exactly what their child needs to thrive. And they'll come as many as how many days a week? That well, every, yeah, every family is individual. So, you know, last week we had a family who joined and they live in, uh, in Hampton, which is over an hour away. Um, and they've decided to come in three days a week. Three and days a week. Yeah, so the mum's coming in on two of those days. The dad's going to take wow. one day off work and come in and work on the Wednesday here. Wow. And he's in tech and wants to do really cool projects with the kids too. So, mm. yeah. And now, last night, uh, at the beginning of the Arrowex uh, conference here, we, uh, I witnessed a really amazing panel. Mm -hmm of uh, about six or seven of the students uh, ranging in age from, what was the age range? Um, 11 to 18. 11 to 18, including a graduate yes. who was in college. Um, and people were, again, quite amazed by this whole process. The kids were so articulate, they were so clear about how they felt about everything here what was your what 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 was your reaction to having shared that um i i was so thrilled to hear them use their voice and um authentically share their experience here um you know there was zero coaching on my end we had a little powwow just so they understood like i'm gonna say hello we're gonna show a brief video and then we're just gonna answer questions mm. and i want you to answer honestly and so that's what they went in with. And um, what you heard is really the excitement, the passion, and um, all that they really feel about workspace education. Yeah, I mean, I remember one of the questions is, well, what do you want to do ultimately? And there was one girl there who I think is a Muslim. And she was uh, saying, talking about how interested she is in studying the brain, mm -hmm. and she has certain aspects of it that she would like to study. She was talked about this in some detail, mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and thinking that she wanted to go into certainly neuroscience, maybe be a neurologist and so on. Yes. And uh, I was thinking, well, she must be close to graduation, you know, <laughs> maybe 16 or so, <clears throat> if she's... 11. Yes. <laughs> and it's funny because with the age mixing and, and really we treat one another as human beings here. There's there's no hierarchy. There's, there's no, um, oh, well, she's a learner and I'm a staff member. There's mm -hmm. a difference. It's just the same respect for every single person in this building. 
And so, to be perfectly honest, when she said 11, even I was like, oh my gosh, that's right. Right. So, so um, you know, I, I just don't believe that all your kids are that articulate, but still, that was a pretty incre incredible display. I, I and honestly, if I would have asked probably 95%, because maybe there would be five that would be super hesitant to get up there on their own and mm. we would never pressure, you would get such a similar um, presentation because again, they're, they're just speaking how they feel um, and, and I, I think it would be very similar. And since last night, every single workspace scene that's been in the building has come up to me and said, when are you doing that? I need to do a panel. I want to do a panel. So we're going to have to live stream perhaps another yeah. one. Too. Well, maybe at the Aero Conference. Oh, sure. Oh. Be that would be great. Mm -hmm. Oh, my gosh. That would be great. Be a bigger interrupt. audience. <laughs> Yeah. That would yeah. be phenomenal. We already have mm -hmm. people coming to the archives from 22 states and mm -hmm. six countries, I think. Wonderful. Yeah, we had a fantastic time there last year. Yeah. And we've had a lot of visits. but from, And I, I was very impressed with the breadth of people that actually go to an aero conference, you know, from writers and all the different, oh, you know, yeah. visitors that you have. And we, I've made meaningful connections with many people from that conference from last year. One, one of the pe people who's working on coming to the conference is... Um, from a school that she has just started this year uh, in uh, St. Petersburg in Russia. Wow. And it's, uh, <laughs> the concept is what's called park schooling. And I met the, the man who actually, whose concept it was who, uh, years ago before he passed away. And it's interesting, the concept is, well, when you go to a park, uh, you go when you want, you stay as long as you want, you do what you want, you leave when you want, and nobody has to test you on the way out. Sounds pretty <laughs> similar. Yeah. And I will mean like, everyone loves Disneyland, right? <laughs> right? And so, so uh, they, they've gotten, uh, they managed to win a contest to get a grant to get started. Oh, cool. And they have started their school. Fantastic. Yeah. yeah. They were actually, it was kind of interesting, some similarities where they were doing, they, they were doing a kind of similar thing to what you were doing in a mall space that mm -hmm. they had rented mm -hmm. last year on the weekends and stuff with the parents that were interested in doing this. Mm -hmm. So hopefully she's going to be there she's working on getting her visas and everything. Oh, not I'd not so to easy to come from Russia these days. But, <laughs> and and, and uh, we've got various other people coming from places that, you know, really, of course, A.S. Neal's grandson, Henry, is coming from Summerhill in England mm -hmm. and, uh, you know, he's teaching there and his mother's still running it and so, and, we, and of course, the, this is, I don't know if you heard about this, but a surprising number of your people here have heard of, of Dr. Joel Furman, who's mm -hmm. going to be speaking there too, an nutritionist. This is not ordinarily associated with alternative education, but he's going to talk about kids and nutrition. Mm -hmm. But I, a lot of people here uh, have actually um, are aware of his his work. Great. Yeah. So you have quite a flow of stuff going in and out of here. You don't just use your staff. What, who else comes in and works with the kids? Well, we have a lot of different people because I really believe that people should be hanging around people who are passionate about what they're teaching or talking about and sharing experiences with. So we have 
um, well, obviously teachers and tutors come in, but basically families are bringing the best people that they have come across in homeschooling and, you know, in the traps and who they talk to and who they're related to, to come in and bring the best of the best to their kids and other people jump into that. So when all the families are doing the same thing, all of a sudden we have this community of amazing experiences. And it's sometimes it's like, oh, that's so cool over there. Oh, have you seen this going mm. on over here? Yeah. And then other people are witnessing that and then they want to start a class in that. So it's kind of a contagious um, thing that goes on. <laughs> uh, and we do have teachers that are, are really popular also that, you know, become sort of, a, that are here all the time. And it seems like they are a teacher because they've been hired by so many of the parents to come in and do classes. So what is your ultimate vision for this place? <laughs> My ultimate vision is uh, I'd like to make a, a zero to 18 all-inclusive alternative education model. So we do have an expansion plan where we, we're going to be putting on a 140-foot greenhouse uh, where we're going to have our aquaponics. And you want about five acres here right on the, on, on the water? It's right on the water mm -hmm. and right next to 650 acres of pristine <coughs> woodlands. Mm -hmm. um, we are going to be negotiating for an extra one and a half acres. Uh, because we are putting another big barn-like structure with some really beautiful, you know, spaces f that are designed for the age groups that we'd like to have, mm -hmm. you know, in the zero to nine um, space and makeries. And we're going to have a, a big, all, um, I have it set up so parents will be able to choose, you know, when they want to have their children in some of these programs and then there's going to be a big unstructured play period where everybody in that age group is just going to be playing together. And, and you're interested in other people coming and, uh, and making, do, copying your ideas. I would love that. I mean, I think if there was one of these in every town, I think it would solve a lot of problems in the communities because, you know, everybody, you know, they're, they're happy and they get out of what they put into it. So if they're unhappy, that they have this creative sandbox, this canvas where they can create the solution to their problem. And our role is to empower them so they're not sitting at home whinging or putting up with a, you know, a suboptimal situation in the school environment. So if people want to contact you, mm -hmm. uh, how would they do it? Would they go to the Workspace website? Uh, well, that would be one way, or they could just email me directly. Okay. So my email address is kath, C-A-T-H, at Workspace Education, which is one word, dot org. So that's pretty or easy Or you can to take a look at the space here first if you want, at workspaceeducation.org. Yeah, you can go to our website too, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> if right. you're interested in starting something like this somewhere, yeah. Kath would like to help you do it. I definitely would give you, or answer any of your questions. Right. Okay, well, uh, Kath and Janae, thanks a lot for coming on our podcast and we'll put this out to everybody and hopefully you'll be hearing from people. Fantastic. Thanks Thank a lot. you, Jerry. It was really absolutely our pleasure to come and be here okay. today. Thank yeah. you. Thank you.